Ladies and gentlemen. Good evening. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. You're listening to the Deal Room Podcast. Join us as we bring you the inside scoop on business sales and acquisitions. Get across trends in the area and hear the industry's best recount their real life tips, traps, and experiences. Now, here's your host, Joanna Oki. Hi, it's Joanna Oki here, and welcome back to the Deal Room Podcast a podcast proudly brought to you by our commercial legal practice, Aspect Legal. Now, today we are talking with Mark Burris, the very well-known executive chairman of publicly listed Yellow Brick Road, who has himself been involved in a number of large business sales and part sales. Mark is also the chairman of the SME Association of Australia, and he was also, of course, the host of the television shows The Apprentice and The Celebrity Apprentice on the Nine Network and The Mentor on the Seven Network. What I discovered from the discussion with Mark is that Mark is a passionate advocate of SMEs. And in this episode of the Deal Room podcast, Mark and I discuss his play into the business sales and acquisition space with his business mentored. Mark and I discuss the realities of selling a small business, some of the difficulties and the opportunity for innovation. Now, if you'd like a bit more background to Mark's business mentored, the reasons for its creation, and also some interesting discussion about his background in working with Kerry Packer, then just check out our sister podcast, Talking Law, episodes 94 and 95. In those episodes, we dig into detail about the first two components of Mentored, of education and entertainment for the SME sector, and of the real need to create a community and a movement. But in this episode of The Deal Room, we focus on the components of his business mentored that relate to business sales and acquisitions. We look at the buy and sell side of mentored. We look at the variables about how business sales can be structured. And we also look at building businesses into something that is much more appealing to buyers. So buckle in because this one's a beauty. Okay, so let's wrap back around now to talk talk about these other sides of mentored, which is the buy and sell side, so yep. the business um, acquisition and sales side. So, ha- how does yep. that side work? Well, for me, the you know I know that most people in small business never superannuate yourself. I mean, you work your ass off and you work mm. really hard and very rarely you take a wage. Mm. You just take whatever's left over after you pay all the other wages and you pay all the superannuation, you pay their PAYG and uh, and you pay all the GST, but the, whatever's left over you take. And rarely is there enough for you to be able to actually make a superannuation contribution to yourself. Your superannuation will be that business when you sell it. Mm. So you're effectively taking the view that as a small business owner, that one day you'll sell this business and that's what you're going to retire on along with your house. So that, therefore, it's really important to make sure you sell that. And the problem that I have um, encountered, and, and it wasn't something I was aware of, but it's something I've become acutely aware of in the last couple of years, is that the sale of a business is extremely difficult. Mm. Whether you use a broker or you don't use a broker, it's not a broker's fault. I mean, it's, it's you know what a what a buyers want to buy and what a buyers want to pay, mm. and there's no there's no real valuation markers. There's no basis for which I mean, if I'm buying a house down the road, 
I know the house next door, so off of that, I mean, there's there's my uh, proxy for the value of that house. Yeah, yeah. Whereas if I'm buying a cafe down the road, there's usually another one down the road, but I, I can't get a proxy for the value. And mm. then even then, I still don't really know whether it's going to be the same value because it's not like bricks and mortar. It's sort of based on who's working in the shop and who likes the color yeah. of the wall and who yeah. likes the type of coffee you sell. So it's, it's all these variables attached. Mm. So small business owners in my opinion, need a way to sell their business. And what I'm trying to create here is an alternative way to sell your business without having to incur a lot of expense. And I'm I'm not suggesting people don't use brokers, but I'm suggesting that if you haven't been able to sell your business through a broker or alternatively you want to try and sell the business yourself, Mm -hmm. then there is a way to do that. Because, you know, like a small business owner thinks, oh, how do I sell my business? I mean, how how do I sell my business? What is a buyer looking for? Mm. What have I got to present to them? Do they want to have a look at this cash register or do they want to stand in the shop for a, a day or two or what sort of, let's call it due diligence, which is what it is. And I've, mm. I've sold businesses for huge amounts of money mm. and the process of selling a very valuable business is mm. no different to selling a business which is less valuable and less expensive. Mm. So what I've done is put together together an information memorandum and then we put it up into a, a data center, which is an electronic data center that allows buyers to come and have a look at a, a business owner's business before and to say, well, yeah, that's interesting. It's not dissimilar to the way, for example, someone advertises on domain. Mm. Um, you know, I, I just scroll through it. I mean, oh, that's an interesting house. You know, they just, it's a place for buyers to browse mm. and, and, and have a look at all the various types of business just to see what sort of business they might be interested in buying for a start mm. and what is the value of these things. I saw on your site that, that under the businesses, you, you, you have, I, I can't remember the description now, but it's some, something that says you've got a price for 100% and then it says all submit an offer. But having that 100% yeah. there made me wonder whether or not is an idea behind the site as well that there might be multiple people who would then look to buy, you know, portions of 100% each or, or is there something Correct. that you're working on as an idea in, in that respect? No, no, you're right. You're correct. So some vendors would be happy to bring in a partner at 50% or 20% and uh, and sort of have a part sale mm. and then might say, well, look, and then you do a deal with that vendor and say, well, would you work in the business? I mean, I think it's better to buy parts of a business. So it's better to buy 50% than ultimately buy 100%. So you're going to have a look at it before you sort of get too committed. Yeah, right. And I'm not saying you get a refund for the 50%, but there, there are different ways to buy businesses as opposed to just going to a broker and buying 100% and walking in and then you, you've got the business. Mm. I'm just saying there's lots of variables around how you can structure a business sale. Mm. I mean, I do it myself. I mean, I'm, I often I sell 5% or 10% or I bring in partners or bring in staff members or bring in family. Mm. There's a series of ways. There's not just one way to sell a business that is engage a broker and sell it on the market. And it might be, it's too expensive. You know, mm. the market might not be prepared to pay that sort of money too. Like you've got to test the market. What are people prepared to put into your business? Will they come and say, look, I'll buy 20%, but I'm not going to give you the money. I'll put that 20% into the business and that can become working capital. Mm. That's how Kerry Packer bought my business. Wizard, mm. I own 100%. He bought 50%. He didn't pay me money to buy my 50%. He said, I'll put the money into the company and you issue me 50% and that money that I put in needs to be spent on the business. Right. So that's another way of um, yeah. diluting your position. It's also a way of reducing your risk because you're now sharing the risk with somebody else. It's a way of raising money and putting money into the business as opposed to borrowing money, which, you know, which can be difficult for business owners. So I guess what I'm suggesting here is that in the 
exiting part of your strategy of your business, you've got to look at every variable, every mm. different way that you can either exit in part, exit in whole, and what are the what are the minimum things you need to have in to produce. And at a minimum, you need an information memorandum. And I've got guys in my business and girls who come out and see you, get all the data from you that you need to provide. We fill in the information memorandum, we put it up on the website, and then buyers can look at that. And for mm. me, my, my game is to generate interest around this. So when we release, relaunch our uh, website, I'll be saying to people, there will be, uh, be an icon on my website. There is an icon on my website that um, just says that you want to buy, you want to sell. Mm. You, you know, you just hit on that, hit on that and you go straight to our list businesses for sale. Mm. And you want, to, you want to borrow money, we'll try and help you get finance. Mm, interesting. Or you want to sell part, you want to sell whole, you're looking for a partner. What are you looking for? What are you looking to do? Or what have you tried to do and you weren't successful at? Maybe the price you're asking is too much. We'll come out and have, give you a valuation. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll give you a hard-nosed valuation and say, listen, you want two times, your market's one times. You, know, mm. you need a, a reality check, mm. basically. Mm. Because some people always think that, you know, it didn't sell. Usually the reason why it didn't sell is either the, no one wants to be in their business anymore or alternatively, asking too much money. Yeah, it's one of those two reasons. Yeah, and I don't want to. I don't want a commission. Either. I'm not getting. I'm not asking for a commission. I'm just saying you pay me once to do the information memorandum. That's it. And I'll. And you want an evaluation? I'll you know charge a thousand bucks for valuation. That's it. I'm not saying. And by the way, if you sell it, I want you know ten percent commission or fifty percent. Mm. I don't want a commission. Mm. And I'm not saying don't use a broker. If you want a broker, I'll help you find a broker. Mm. To, as well, but I and brokers that we deal with. But mm. I'm not. I'm not here to try and get a percentage off the value of your business from you because and I'm not going to tell you your business is worth just so I can get you on my books your business is worth more than it is yeah yeah I, I'm, I'm just not going to do that I'm yeah. going to say to you know this is what I think the business is worth you can ask whatever you like uh, and you can put it on my listing site you can list it and mm. my buyers and the buyers going to my so I can look at it uh, but I'm going to tell you now what I th- really think the business is worth Mm. And and just as an overview, how how do you price it then? So if it's not um, a you know a success fee, it's it's an it sounds like it's an upfront fee, and you pay something for the valuation. Yeah, which is an upfront fee to do the information memorandum. That's it. Okay. Upfront information memorandum. Um, I am. I we charge an upfront fee for that, uh-huh. and we'll do the the I am. It doesn't matter how valuable your business it is. It's, it's the same fee. It's like a once only fee. Mm. We do all the work. We prepare it for you, which is what a broker would ordinarily do. We you, we prepare it out the way we like to prepare it. We put mm. it up on a in a data center on our uh, website. A buyer might be interested. We have to get the, your permission to allow them to access that data, mm-hmm. and then they then we say to the the buyer, you deal with the the vendor or. If the vendor wants, you can, they can appoint a broker. It's up to them. Mm. But we don't, we don't ask for any percentages. Um, we're just saying there is a new way to sell your business or there are other ways to sell your business. And we don't know what the strap line is because we haven't launched, relaunched it, but it'd be something <laughs> along those lines. You know, there is another way. You I know love what it. I mean? Because, you know, there are so many businesses out there that are for sale that, that don't sell and especially under a million dollars. Yeah, absolutely There's right. hundreds yeah. of thousands of them and it's crazy yeah. because these people, you know, they might be trying to sell for 50000 mm. They probably would take 40000 but no one's even bothering to offer them 40. Yeah. Because there's just so many to choose from. Yeah. And it's mainly because people don't know, you know, like I don't know whether someone's prepared to take 40. I don't know anything about the business. There's no, no data. There. I just know there's a business for sale in uh, Cronulla. It's on the corner. It's a coffee shop. And uh, it says, uh, call the broker. Well, mm. I'm just going to walk away from that mm. because I mean, there's so much to choose from. What would be better is if I could go and have a look and, and into a data center, a secure data center, and see, well, okay, that business is taking 100 grand a year or it's taking 50 grand a year net. 
that means they're asking for one time. Well, I might be interested in that. I'll make a further inquiry. Mm. Right mm. now, there's no further inquiry. If I go to buy a house, I can at least look at a photo, look at a photo of it, and I can look at the dimensions. Normally, I can get the layout. Um, I got a general idea what rent I would get for that in that area because you know we are all we all have an, an understanding when it comes to real estate. I can look at the rates. Usually, the the rates are printed on the ad. This stuff, they're the things I need to have in my mind before I bother to go to the next step. Mm. When it comes to selling small businesses, those other bits of information that encourage someone to go to the next step just is not is just not advertised anywhere. Mm, mm. You can't find that out. And so what do you so, – so you've talked about some of these alternate ways of selling a business and, and you, you know, I think you're absolutely spot on. Uh, we see uh, disappointment so many times and, you know, I, I talk to a lot of brokers out there and um, hear a, about a lot of, you know, business owners who come to them with businesses that they would find something that they probably wouldn't take up because they're too hard to sell or, you know, whatever the case may be. They haven't been prepared um, properly, which which I think is another element, but it sounds like you're probably tackling that in the mentoring side in terms of providing information about how businesses get themselves in a sale-ready state because I think that's an important component. But in terms of this information um, section, do you provide information to your listers, so people have purchased the IM service or the valuation service, yep. in, in relation to these alternate ways of selling and, and how that could work? Yeah, we do. So we, our objective is to hold seminars then for these people. Yeah, right. So we'll hold a night in Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, and, you, and if 100 people, 100 vendors come along, we say, look, yeah. this is what we're finding at the moment in the market. This is what the buyer market is. It's like real estate seminars. Um, we're yeah. not trying to sell anything. We just <laughs> explain to them how it all works. So we're not trying to sell yeah. anything. But like, and buyers can come along too if they want and um, and find out what's going on. So this is a sort of, I don't, I don't want to use the word game changer, but it's a different way of doing stuff. Yeah, and there's a massive market out there. There's, you know, it's a massive market. Hundreds of thousands of these businesses are at any one time available for sale, and there's hundreds of thousands of buyers who want to buy them. Mm. Just that no one's bringing them together. Mm. It's the connection. And I'm going to try and bring them together. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm trying to do. It's at the moment it's disparate. It's spread across yeah. the the marketplace. And by the way, I encourage people to use brokers too. Bro- brokers are great. Brokers, but the brokers again, they can't sell your business if the buyers aren't asking the broker to buy the business. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The brokers rely on a buyer sure. and um, it's not a broker's fault. The problem is that there's no marketplace for brokers to get buyer inquiry and I'm mm. trying to build this marketplace for buyer inquiry. Mm, mm. And, 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 and by the way, you might have a business you can't sell because it's not ready for sale. And what I mean by that is, is you know, you might have an information memorandum, but it's, your business could be improved a lot. And I, mm. then I would say, and I go back to the education bit, so I'd say, okay, look, if your business hasn't sold, whether you're through a broker or otherwise, and you're using our, um, you know, using our new our offering and it's not sold, maybe you need to go back and sort of do a few things to your business to make it more saleable. Mm. So, you know, therefore go back to our playbook. Can we help you with our playbook? Mm. And, uh, you know, maybe you need to, you might we might give you some accreditation if you go through one of our courses for three months and you build your business up in a, a process style and you adhere to all our playbook requirements. Then we can say, well, this business has been through our playbook for the last three months or six months, and and we can give it an accreditation. In other words, it's ready, ready mm. for sale. Mm. And a buyer might say, well, okay, if you've at least if it's had that sort of regime applied to it, that might be something I'm interested in. I might be interested in buying the business because it's had the, the mentor playbook applied to it. 
because mm. you know that, that what we're trying to do is build these businesses into something much more appealing to buyers or mm. less risky. Maybe is a better way of putting it. Mm. I absolutely love it. I, I think, you, you know, this is one of these areas that needs innovation. Um, it's crying out for innovation. Uh, and, you know, a lot of us in the industry are looking around for ways to innovate. So I just love anyone who's at the forefront of trying to find ways to um, try to do it differently. So I love what you're doing. Thank you. It's a really neat little um, sort of mentoring buy-sell side you've got going on there T- together with the entertainment. I love that element. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you've got to entertain. You've got, I mean, your podcast is entertaining. I mean, podcasts yeah. are about entertainment too. They're about yeah. educating and entertainment. Yeah. I mean, and you you do it through the content. And yeah, I mean, everybody like it's, I said. Some, I did a put out a post on Sunday night. Like, we just got to find something to smile about and have a laugh yeah. at, or yeah. laugh at ourselves a bit. You know, like I can yeah. say something on on you know on. And you can say something in podcast. I'll say it on my on my Instagram or wherever. I can say something, and people say, "Yeah, that that happens to me too." <laughs> that, that helps. Yeah. That stuff helps. Yeah. It makes yeah. you feel okay. You're not the only person in the world experiencing this. Yeah. And you know, and and I and I think once I can get everyone to start to say shit, yeah, like it's right. I mean, you know, there are a lot of us feeling this way. There are a lot of us looking for the solutions similar to what Mark's talking about. Yeah. All of a sudden, we build a movement. Mm. We've got a movement of people. Mm. Um, and and that movement then becomes very powerful because we become part of it. And that helps us build momentum. And then we might feel in a shit mood or something's gone wrong. And then we might just look at my Instagram, might look at my Facebook, might look at my website, or might connect with somebody who else is on my Instagram or my Facebook or my website or my, or my LinkedIn. And I don't care. You can connect with whoever you want. Mm. And, you know, maybe there's some, you know, maybe they can deal with each other. Maybe they have a coffee with each other. I don't care. Mm. It's just cool that um, we build these platforms for people to talk to each other. Connect. That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. yeah connect. Yeah. You know, like, Business owners don't connect. They connect all day with their customers. Yeah. But after hours, they don't connect with anyone. Yeah. They're on their own. Such a good point. Well, that's it for this episode of the Deal Room podcast, talking with Mark Boris all about his business, Mentored. And of course, in our show notes, we will link right through to Mentored if you'd like to check that out. And of course, if you want a little bit more background to Mark's business mentored, the reasons for its creation and some interesting discussion about Mark's background in working with Kerry Packer, then check out our sister podcast, Talking Law, because we have a really deep discussion with Mark in episodes 94 and 95, where we dig into the detail about the first two components of Mentored, of education and entertainment for the SME sector, and also about the real need to create a community and a movement. We will also link through to Mentored uh, and provide some information on upcoming live events with Mentored over at our website, thedealroompodcast.com or in these show notes. And in on that website and in these show notes, we'll also link through to our lawyers at Aspect Legal if you or your clients would like to discuss any legal aspects of sales or acquisitions. Well, that's it for us. I really hope you enjoyed what you heard today. 
If you did, maybe think about leaving us a review. All you have to do is pop over to Apple Podcasts or your favourite podcast player. And of course, while you're there, why don't you just make sure you've hit subscribe as well. Thanks again for listening in. You've been listening to Joanna Oki and the Deal Room Podcast, a podcast proudly brought to you by our commercial legal practice, Aspect Legal. See you next time. Aspect Legal has a number of great services that help businesses prepare for a sale or acquisition to help them prepare in advance and to get transaction ready. We've also got a range of services to help guide businesses through the sale and acquisitions process. We work with clients both big and small and have different types of services depending on size and complexity. We provide a free consultation to discuss your proposed sale or acquisition. So see our show notes on how to book a time to speak with us or head over to our website at aspectlegal.com.au. Ladies and gentlemen, that will conclude this evening's entertainment. Thanks for listening to the Deal Room Podcast. To find out more about this episode and other episodes in the series, check out the show notes or head over to our website at thedealroompodcast.com.au. 